Hey, it's Joey Salvi. It's been a while since we've taken a few calls. I've slacked a little bit. I apologize. But we got a couple that we'd like to play for you right now, and we'll get right into it. And then after that, we're going to visit Carl Ruiz's new restaurant about to open up in two weeks, La Cubana in NYC. So let's go to 888 505 Opie. Hey, Ope. This is Jay Jeffrey at Acoustic by Jay on Twitter and Instagram. And a proud-ass member of the Opie Radio Pod Squad. <laughs> Shout out to the squad. First time calling in, and I wanted to congratulate you on 100 episodes. Thank you. It's been one hell of a ride so far. Many people will compliment you on how great the podcast is, me included, and they're absolutely right. It is great. But what they may leave out is how much better it's becoming as you rack up the episodes. Chef Carl Ruiz, you're killing it. Joey Salvia, you're killing it. Thank you. Littlefoot Mike Sappho, you're killing it. It's been a real joy to listen to, and I'm looking forward to many more Optastic episodes. <laughs> Thank you, Jay. You had to throw in that Optastic tag thing, though. Hey, guys, Creamy Brothers calling from Plymouth, Massachusetts. I know a lot of you guys are going to be coming up to Ma- uh, Massachusetts to visit Cape Cod, and here's a couple of tips. Tip number one, uh, Cape Cod is a shithole. I don't know why anybody <laughs> would come up here. Why? Uh, it, it's horrible. The, uh, there's seaweed all over the beach, there's dog shit, uh, there's ice-cold water, teeming with great white sharks. Why the hell would you want to come up? I don't understand it's beyond me. Oh. Uh, also, uh, traffic is terrible. You're going to make my traffic terrible. I work in Braintree, live on the South Shore. I don't want to have that long ride home. So please, if it's bumper-to-bumper traffic, remember, ride the bumper of the guy in front of you. You're doing two miles an hour. You don't need to have six car lengths in between, okay? It, it, you you, you got you to smarten up. And also, if traffic's moving along at 60 miles an hour, ride the fucking bumper of the guy in front of you. I still need to get home. I still need to, I can't have the car in the right lane get in front of you and cut you off and then go fucking slower. You got to think about me, people. (laughs) These are the things that you have to do, all right? Mm. Uh, I'll have more tips as the summer goes on. (laughs) But anyways, peace and love, Pod Squad. And if anybody wants to grab a beer or play some pool, if you do visit Cape Cod, hit me up on Twitter, man. I'd look forward to that. Later, buddy. It's all about you. At Creamy Butters on Twitter. Follow him. He's a great guy. Thank you, Rich. What's up, OP Carl? Sergeant Mark here. It's been a little while. I figured I'd give it a little break to call and let some of the other pod squatters give a shout out. Kind of you. Um, since they're all slacking, I figured I'd give a call back. <laughs> we need to set something up in July where I can get all the pod squads out. Hopefully, you and Carl come meet us. Yeah. Do a little show there. Nice. Have us all hanging out, saying a couple funny, stupid things, things that don't make sense. Uh, hopefully, Everyone can make it. That way I can get to see Carly in person. Oh. Holy shit, she's hot. <laughs> and I get to finally see Butters and all, you know, all his glory. So, so everybody in the pod squad, stay strong. Opie, Carl, you're funnier than ever. Carl, I hope the uh, restaurant goes off and uh, kicks major ass. Yeah. Other than that, oh, I start a new job. It fucking blows. All I do is watch TV, making 50000 a year watching Netflix. It really fucking sucks. I am never so much tired than I am now. <laughs> Literally sitting there doing nothing. God, it blows. God bless you. Anyway, Sergeant Mark out. Joey, wrap it. Thank you, Sergeant Mark. Hey, we just happened to be at Carl Ruiz's new restaurant opening in two weeks. So let's get right into the episode. It is time once again for the Opie Radio Podcast. I'm a little shy though because I'm in uh, I'm in Carl's kitchen at La Cubana. Yes. 
And uh, you got people working all around you right now as you continue to prepare for the big opening of the restaurant. Right. I was uh, I was downstairs, walked on through, and man, it looks very close, Carl. Remember that? Everyone's like, I don't think you're going to make it. So much. I love how everyone's a construction expert. Yeah. And I was like, um, this one guy comes in, was Carl. You know, and I love when people pull me aside, like to give me that fake friendship. Yeah. You got a minute? Yeah. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally on Instagram. It's more important than you. And he's like, I know about these things. It's going to take a long time. You're not going to make it in May. Really? I'm like, really? I said, what happened to your restaurant? How, why was it delayed? Yeah. He said, oh, I don't have a restaurant. Oh, well, your store. Like, yeah. What construction? Do you use Talcon? What would you use? Yeah. What, what is no, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. What is this knowledge based on? It's like, well. When I was at Lowe's, <laughs> Lowe's, yeah, I'm just like boo, 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 boo. Exactly. No, I think uh, I think you're like two weeks out. I, I two weeks. We're two right? weeks. Hard out. It's a hard out. Hard out. Hard out. Two weeks from right now, as we record this podcast, uh, La Cubana will be open. We have no choice. We're out of money. Out of money. Budget's done. It's been amazing to watch this whole thing come together. I mean, we've been talking about La Cubana on the podcast before it was called La Cubana. We didn't even have a name. And now fast forward, you're just about there, man. Just about there. The kitchen looks great. Uh, There's pots on the stove. You guys guys have been cooking off and on for the last, what, uh, month? For a month, yeah. Just cooking and trying out shit and and honing uh, recipes. uh, About uh, 200 pounds of meat so far. Wow. 150 pounds of pig. It's not a lot. Right. And uh, maybe 800 pounds of rice, you know, getting that right. Right. We figured out a lot of little stuff. Like one of the stoves was, was canted a little bit. It wasn't level, so things were burning. I mean, it's a real, It's like a Formula One car. You know, you have to get it right. right. Uh, I was here the other day as you were serving pig. Oh, my God. It was so good. Because we're sitting at a table that's, uh, that's in the middle of the kitchen. And I, th- I believe you're going to do something with this table with fans. Yeah, people and- like it. People like this table. I mean, it's it'll be expensive for you to come up here because if I'm busy and i got to tolerate your ass with right. fucking Snapchat filters and shit, right. you got to make money. But I think it would be a great dining experience to sit at this table because it has such a good vibe. I've been at this table... I don't know, a few times yeah. in the last uh, month or so. Yeah, man. I mean, there's newspapers and people are hanging around. Kitchen. I walked into the thing and the construction guy's like, oh, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> I just walk in now. Yeah. Just stroll in. Is Carl here? No. All right, I'm going upstairs and I'm waiting for him. The guys that delivered the uh, the banquettes, the banquettes are in it. I him? saw. They look gorgeous. So the guy that delivered the banquettes, one guy just sent it, just winged it, nicked the fucking brand new floor. No. Yeah. That's what I was downstairs just now. So that that's the crap you got to deal with over and over yeah. again, right? And then I look at the guy. Yeah. And it's just blank. You don't care. He don't really. Care. Well, why would he? It's not. It's not his restaurant. It's not his restaurant. You know. So. And it's like right where the banquet doesn't cover. Like no right kidding. There. So you're gonna have to resand it. And no, I'll just say it's like Cuba. <laughs> <laughs> it's authentic. It's kind of authentic. The floor sucks. What's that? Oh, it's authentic Cuba. Yeah, yeah, we, tried, we aged the floor. <laughs> you know, we aged the the, the metal gates and stuff. Yeah. We, we aged the floor a little bit. Oh, I have an empanada, fat south. To have the, the real Cuban experience. Yes. So how was how was the bus ride? I, I got to tell people. Uh, I go, Carl, man. I, you know, we got to do a podcast from La Cabana today in the kitchen. And Carl's like, I'll meet you at eleven. And then I get the uh, I get the Texaru that that uh, train is busted. So wait, once again, and you're on a bus. Say New Jersey Transit should be ashamed of itself. How about how about all transit? Yeah, it's the a Long mess. Island Railroad, where I'm used to, is a mess. 
the city, uh, the New York City subways are a mess. And, and I'm spoiled because I lived and worked in the same town. Yeah. So I've been out of this for 10 years where I literally, my neighbor will give me a ride to my deli or do whatever. I didn't, I didn't, there was never any, tra- I lived for 10 years without traffic. Yeah. Because, I mean, Chatham, there's no traffic. Yeah. Only at, only at 8, 8.15. When all the Range Rovers get piled up to drop off those ungrateful monsters of those kids. <laughs> and then at 3.30 when the drunk bombs are fucking trading paint. Fucking all wind up because they've been at a fucking Chatham wine mixer since right. 11 a.m. They <laughs> said they were going to yoga. Oh, you could tell like when they yell out the window, Brandon! Brandon! Like, oh. And then, you, and then when they get really fucked up in the spring, like they said one mom in the minivan and just... Puts the whole class in there. <laughs> right. Because all the moms are sloshed by the pool. Hammered. Oh, so the, they, they pick one mom to be the designated, designated picker-upper. Picker yeah. And then all the kids show up. Yeah. I'm in the corner with the one mom. That's just not, <laughs> she's not making it. They injured Gazelle. <laughs> I need to help you, honey. <laughs> it's nine o'clock. What are you doing? Let me, help you, let me help you get home. Make a dinner for Charlene and the kids. I'll be home in an hour. You have any rosé in the... <laughs> oh, they got rosé. <laughs> In the fridge, you got to see. Uh, Chat on my Wednesday's recycling day. Yeah, you think that everyone threw a fucking kegger, like the fucking green, the green bucket outside, overflowing with wine bottles. Oh, really? Oh, they. Because they recycle their wine bottles yes, in Chatham? Yes. Oh, that's embarrassing for some people. Oh, well, so my buddy, yeah. his wife, yeah. she used to make them put the wine bottles in the car and go down to the to the recycling center. Right on. She wanted to, you know, Protestant. She wanted that, to keep that, it a that little. Protestant, that puritanical. She wanted to keep it a little quiet. She wanted to keep the little drinking problem, you know, quiet. How, how was the bus ride, though, man? I, so I, what happens is, so I think I would love to be on a bus because you know I like to. Shut just, up, no one wants. To. Everyone loves. If it was just like if we were at Niagara Falls, I'm putting a new hot water heater. You hear that? I hear that. Podcast noise. <laughs> this is so, going to be a lot of podcasts. If you have, to, if you wanted, like, when I'm in California, no one's on the bus, and I'm and I'm going to a brewery. Yeah. Right. Hey, I'm on the bus. It's fun. You hit the little. Strip eh, eh, and you get off, right. say bye to the bus driver. But when you're three hours late to your restaurant and you're at the train station, and the first thing is so we're all standing there, and it's the 913. The 913 has been to New York from Denville has been canceled. Oh, over this like, crackly little microphone, right? Right, and, and everyone's like, everyone's like, oh, fuck you, Jersey Transit. I mean, everybody's blacking out, and then they try to make you feel guilty. There has been a fatality right. on uh, at the Watchung station in Montclair. Yeah. So then everyone stays quiet because someone died. I'm like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's human nature. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like still mad. I don't care. <laughs> it, you know, when you're in a, a terrible traffic jam on the highway, the same thing. If, you're, if you've been in traffic for an hour, hour and a half, you start mumbling to yourself. It better be good when I finally I see the crash. There better be a fucking airplane right. crash into this thing. There better be a head just rolling on the highway. So then I have to take a seven-minute walk in the rain to the bus station in Denville. And then I became my community organizer. Yeah. There's a bunch of Mexicans waiting for the train. Right. And that speaker might as well fucking sing Sweet Home Alabama. They don't <laughs> right. know what the fuck that thing is. They don't know what just happened. You know? So I'm like, amigo, no traino, vamanos. <laughs> <laughs> So then, like, one guy was going to Madison, one guy worked for a landscaping thing. So 
I figured out what all their buses were, and right. I fucking went with a gaggle of people. It was like me and twelve fucking Mexicans. You're a community organizer. Well, I like it. my people, man. I like you know it. what I mean? Like you got to take care of them. You know, like like the white people don't say nothing. They just look at them like you're on your own. They right. get in their Lexus and then they drive to the city. They go El Home Depot. Yeah, that away. Adios, amigo. <laughs> Buenas noches. <laughs> Uh, so we, uh, but, so then I get on the bus, yeah, and I get in the first seat. So the first, I remember from being on the bus, the first seat aisle side on the right has a little barrier where the stairs go up. Yeah, sure. You put your bag in the far seat. Perfect. And that way you block out, right? Everybody, you're all blocked out because people will look at you. They think there's more seats in the back, so they're not going to ask you to move your bag, right? They're going to go in the back of and ask course. someone because once they start getting to like the sixth or seventh before the last aisle, they start to panic and then they play hot potato, right? Like musical chairs. And then they sit down wherever. Yeah. But the first chair, the natural reaction to people are there'll be more chairs in the back. Yeah, I know. And you never get no one to sit next to. Them. So that's the one reason there. And number two, if there's an accident, I'm getting maximum lawsuit. Fucking windshield blast <laughs> in my head. I'm getting everything. <laughs> Who thinks of that? I'm trying to catch it. Bro, I lost a lot of money. I'm trying to catch a lawsuit. Cause... <laughs> you should be one of those guys in Russia where they just walk in front of cars. <laughs> oh, to not... the point, you know, in Russia that that's such a problem that pretty much every car now has a camera. Yeah. They had it... to go that route because too many people were going for... For the lawsuit in Russia, I don't no, even know what it is in, in Russia, but they're doing it to get some kind of assistance. You know, so I, I literally, I could watch Russian crash videos twenty four right, hours. A day. Right, those people are numbskulls. They're great actors, though. Oh, they are. <laughs> they, they make believe they trip, and next thing you know, they're hitting, uh, you know, but in I'm front of a car. Like, I'm sitting there like and rolling I'm off like, the hood. This fucking government, you know, and then the government, in the news, Russia, Russia, Russia. They make them sound like some masterminds. Yeah. All you have to do is watch Russian videos for two minutes. Yeah, and you're like, no, they're not. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bunch of numbskulls. Yeah, they they don't play though, man. I think I think they're the number one country for those crazy ass kids doing those those uh, those height videos yeah. where they're jumping from one ledge to another. I told you a story about my uh, my brother went to Harvard with some kid who was um, well, he went to Harvard Law. But they played whatever patsies or I don't know. My brother, he's not right, right. That but anyway, his brother, my brother's friend, got a job working for these Russians in Brighton Beach. And my brother says to him, be careful, bro. Those guys are, they really don't care. They really, and Siberians fucking just mean motherfuckers. And my, my brother was still young. The kid was still young. The guy's like, oh, come on. You know, sheltered life. Right, right. Well, it can't be that bad. Come on. Those are the movies. Right. I mean, well, how do you think they got the right. idea for the right. movie? I saw Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> Drago lose at the end because, because. Using drugs isn't fair. <laughs> I've never seen good people win in real life. Right? You know, like, like in my world, the mean guy wins. All and he's like seventy, and he's still fucking. He's still winning. Style and living in a condo. Podcast noise. Little, little ice bucket. A giant ice bucket, actually. Oh, chilling out. Oh, wow, chilling some pork chops. Yeah. I know what we're having for lunch. Nice. Oh yeah! So um, yeah, Brighton Beach guy. He's at Brighton Beach, and he's an and he's an attorney for these people. They own these social clubs, whatever. Also, I they were talking to my brother. Hey, what happened to your buddy working at Brighton Beach? He's like, he's gone. He's like, what do you mean? Because they came in and robbed the joint. They tied him to a chair and they decapitated him. What? Yeah. And that was and it. And that was it. 
Nice and clean. Take your Harvard degree and shove it up your open neck. <laughs> wow, you gotta have some street knowledge. You need street knowledge with that degree. Common sense. Common sense. Don't go there. If uh, the signs are in Russian and you're in Brooklyn, don't go there. Right. How was uh, my mom's day? Mother's Day. I saw your uh, I saw your tweet <laughs> and, and your Instagram. Uh, Carl's on Instagram. It's the more chef. Literally, I'm not I'm not kidding. One of the best follows. <laughs> One of the best follows between uh, yeah. the food and the ruizing and just the other other stuff you come up with. It's it is really funny. I uh, I call my mother in yeah. Florida, and it's literally a carousel of misery. And she can't be happy. She doesn't know how to be happy. I, I don't think I think sadness. Makes her happy. Yeah, I really do. Some people, some people, that's their motivation to get out of bed in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, Happy Mother's Day. Shh, this is the first, not hi. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's the first thing she does. <laughs> oh, what's the matter? Do you know the guy that lived in 402? No. And then you realize you can't say that because she'll give you every detail. Sure. You know the guy right. with the shirts. Right. He said hi to you once. He saw you on the Food Network. Right. You know his son. They're in Maryland, like Georgie. <laughs> right. Right. You know. Remember you had the bad knee? And I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, that guy. I still oh, don't know who course, he is. Big fan. What's right. going on? Your grandmother's going in the elevator. He's in there dead. <laughs> I'm like, ma, all right. Cool. Did you get did, yeah. he, did he get the flowers I sent you? Yeah. Did you get the wild edibles that I sent right. you? So um so that's number one. I'm like, all right, mom, that's a shame. Oh kid fell in the pool yesterday. Someone wasn't watching him, fell in the pool, the paramedics were here. I got nervous and I tripped on the ramp. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you getting nervous? <laughs> Why are you getting nervous? <laughs> Just observe. Just observe. Calm down. Right. But my mom, my mom doesn't know how to turn, how to keep a story about something else without her being the main character. Right. You know what I mean? It has to be about her. She brings it back to herself. Yeah. She's, I mean, she's like, the the key card didn't work to get into the gym. Right. There was two. You, do you remember Darlene? I'm like, yes, I do. She's crying, knocking on the door. She's been in there for two hours. She can't get out of the gym. So I run into the lobby, and the air conditioner was too high. So now I have a chest cold. Right. So now I don't even know what happened to the state of the gym. She's like, and then I got the the pharmacist gave me the wrong Sudafed, and now I'm dizzy. I'm like... I just called to wish a happy Mother's Day. My dad, my dad must... the smile on my dad's face when he realized he was getting Alzheimer's must have been incredible. <laughs> it's one way to that's that's one way to uh, to spin that shit, uh, that horrible I disease. I can just see him like as soon as he starts forgetting something, he just he's like, "Thank Take you, me home, country, country road right. to the place." <laughs> that's like when my grandfather, my grandfather had molecular degeneration. Yeah, and he was he would always sit in this little leather couch, loaded. So we just, we were, they were already living in Miami. And uh, my grandmother goes, you know, your grandfather's blind now. And he goes, the best thing that's ever happened to me. 
you wombat, you monster, right? You sea creature. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Looks like she's covered in seaweed. Looks like she looks like she was the chef on the Black Pearl. So uh, uh, that's funny. So, so yeah, that was talking to mom, and then she talks about you know she just complained the whole time. Yes, and then, and then like this, is how she enters, what's it about my life? Yeah. So how are you? Devastated. <laughs> Why? I'm like, wow, well, I'm doing great. I mean, to lose everything. Like that. <laughs> Mom, that was a year ago. I'm kind of getting like, through it finally. She's like, you just, man, you didn't stand a chance. She cleaned your Oh, my God. I mean, just wouldn't fucking. How many, how many, uh, I told you so. About 60, yeah, Of bro. course. It's like a rapid fire. Like, I, I don't me, know bro. if you remember, but I remember I remember, told you so. And then so. she makes up stories. Like, she adds my father to old stories. Yeah. Like, to validate whatever she said. She's like, remember. I looked at Jesse and I said, Jesse, this is a problem. I'm like, he had Alzheimer's at my wedding. <laughs> he was drooling with cake all over his face. <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about, Ma? And she just keeps going. I think we have, I, I learned through this podcast, we have very similar moms. Yeah. They love living with that uh, that dark black cloud that just follows them wherever they go. But they bring it with them. That's what I mean. They bring it with them. No, no, it's tied to a rope, and they pull yeah, the black yeah, cloud with them. them. Exactly. <laughs> it's like you know the Skittles commercial where the Skittles come out of the cloud. Like yeah. little, it's yeah. the same thing, except shit comes down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's awful. I, I decided uh, this year to. Uh, to send my mom uh, flowers from proflowers.com, which is true. Right. With uh, some chocolates because she loves. Did you get hooked up from proflowers? Of course. You're a piece of shit. Why? Why is that bad? They they got a great product. Get that little crocodile arm and get in there. They got a a great product. They got a great product. (laughs) My my voice is getting high. Didn't they mess up once? Uh, No, well. <laughs> you're thinking about the free flowers? Absolutely not, Carl. No, 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 no. In all fairness, I'm not. I think it was more my fault. That was two years ago. Right. Th- that's what's key to this story. I decided to to uh, to get to send my mom something for Mother's Day because last year we did the old passeroo. <laughs> <laughs> you passed because uh, two years ago right. was when my mom called the day we got let go at SiriusXM, or the day I got let go at SiriusXM. It's all good now, I never people. Got picked up to get let go. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. But um, so the day that uh, we found out we weren't going, we weren't continuing at Sirius XM was the day she called me and she goes, I got your flowers. And it was, it was, uh, uh, oh yeah, it was after Mother's Day, but she, she holds it in her head. She just, she's just lying in wait. Right. And then um, she goes, uh, I got your, I got your Mother's Day flowers. I, I, I said this on the podcast, but I'm just refreshing everyone's memory. And she goes. It was two days late. And she just lost her mind that her Mother's Day gift was two days late. Yeah. Who, do, who the fuck My does mom. that? They'll uh, be, they'd be best friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly. My mom and your mom would be burning shit in that wood-fired stove in the kitchen. They would have tea parties at a cemetery. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, it, well, my, mo- my mom, the, and then here's what makes me really angry about my mom. Yeah. Is everything is doom and gloom with me. I'm like, how's grandma? She fell twice. So I'm thinking this week. Yeah. She's like, no, remember? In 1979. In 87, when I painted right. the garage green, and she, I'm like, Mom. <laughs> so everybody sucks, right? Everybody's dying, fucking broke, right. communist. Right. The wor- the America's falling apart. The world's against her. The world's against the her. The world and her family's against and, her. And no one understands. She's just trying to help them, and yeah. they snap at her, even though people run from her. Yeah. They oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Poison's coming out of the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Pure poison. Right? <laughs> oh, my God. Lead chips. <laughs> oh, my God. 
run, run. Like toxic cloud. <laughs> run. Right. They start burning. So until, and this really gets my fucking gears. It grinds my gears. Yeah. She's like, I'm like, so, um, oh, that's good, Bob. Well, I'm glad everything sucks and everything. And she's like, George is doing amazing. Mm-hmm. The girls are, my brother's kids are perfect. If you listen to my mom, you think they knew how to fucking fly. They're right. like the Indestructibles, or what do they call those? The Independstables? Oh, the uh, the Incredibles? Yeah. Well, those, those fucking guys. That's my, my, my brother's thing. Right. Oh, Katie's running a marathon. Do you believe it? <laughs> With all the stuff that she has to do. She's running a marathon and she's eating perfect. And I'm like, Mom, they have two living nannies and she's a fucking millionaire. Right. They, they have no worries in life. Oh, your brother took them to a kid's comedy show. I'm like, I don't care if it's all Vic Henley. I just <laughs> has she ever Has she ever hit you up with the, uh, why can't you be like Georgie? Oh, yeah, but, but uh, she, she, does she put you pit you guys against each other ever used to have fucking, it used to be like fucking game of thrones when i was little wow george is done with his homework i'm like mom i can't fucking spell <laughs> i'm a feral cat i got dyslexia mom <laughs> mom i got dyslexia i don't know you no one in our family's had that <laughs> right, right? So it's just like <laughs> you just need to watch a little more tv to learn english and you'll you be right with george with those trollops <laughs> the trollops <laughs> jesus so, so my my wife was the one. She goes, "You want to send some to your your mom for Mother's Day?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we we took last year off. Ah, what the hell? We'll we'll bounce back into this game." And I go, "But could you do me a favor? Make sure it's late." <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. And you know, uh, my wife's got a good sense of humor. She she got a good laugh out of that. And I'm like, but after she stopped laughing, I'm like, "No, for real? Can you? Wow, I want to see if she learned a lesson." Because we haven't seen her now in two years because of that little, that little uh, uh, explosion she had uh, toward me. So uh, when you date, oh, like we, I'm dating a 25 year old. She can care less about like at like four o'clock. She's like, oh my god, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> like nine JMOs in. JMOs. <laughs> On the JMO train. One more thing about uh, about mom. So I was driving my kids to school today. Right. And I almost rear-ended uh, a school bus. I can see that. You are so fucking... <laughs> no, no. I'm a good... Happy. You're not a good driver. I'm a good driver. You're a better driver than Robert. Oh, Robert's a terrible driver. You think it's because of the feet? Yeah, he can't really reach the pedals. <laughs> I'm going to get... It's like putting a little monkey on a jet ski. <laughs> His arms stretch out. He flies off the back. And then he gets so mad because... I guess he was a trucker or something. So, so Robert was a trucker. Didn't he say that on the way to Rochester? He he was like a trucker for a little while. That explains a lot of things. But you think, uh, you, you think he was a he was a cut me as a trucker? Was he like the gentleman trucker? Like, I, I don't know. But, where did he truck from? Scotland when, when, to England. When we were making fun of his driving skills when we were going to Rochester to see Brother Wee's, he was very insulted, and he either said on the podcast or off the podcast that he was a trucker. For a little while, I'm almost positive. Well, he's under investigation. So anyway, call him. I, ask him if he's a truck. I, I almost uh, rear-ended. You want me to call him? I almost rear-ended a bus this morning as I was bringing my kids to school because there was a sign on the back of the bus that that brought me back to being a, a kid. You ever see the back of school buses? It says uh, this bus has been checked for sleeping children. Yes. I was dreaming like, oh, that would have been nice. 
to just be left on a bus so I could have a peaceful sleep oh my God. without my mom waking me what up in life. the middle of the night. What a life. Imagine, to, to imagine your own sure. life that you dreamed to be left on a bus. <laughs> just so I could get a good night's sleep. <laughs> I would have, I would have accepted that uh, just in some kind of luck you get raped by the night watchman. <laughs> right, right, right. Just in some school bus parking lot by myself in the back seat, just snoozing uh, without waking up in the middle of the night because my mom's face is an inch from mine to see if I'm still breathing. Do you think she was happy that you were still breathing? <laughs> <laughs> Did she have a look of disappointment? Did she go ah? Yeah, she was. She had she had a grocery list in one hand. And she was leaning over, checking to see if I was breathing. Went, ah, oh, damn it, I can't cross some of this stuff off my list. Oh, my God, this, this story has nothing to do with that. But it, but it is the truth. I saw that sign, it was, and it just brought me to a place as a kid thinking, wow, you know what? That's not the worst thing in the world to be in a, uh, in a, in a bus parking lot just snoozing the night away. I remember um, the Four Seasons in Toronto. And it's, I've never felt worse about myself. <laughs> right. One second. So I'm checking in, and back then I used to only stay at Four Seasons, so I would get, you know, points. Right. So we get to the Four Seasons, and I check in. Now I'm I'm with the uh, food network, so you know they take care of the base, and then I take care of the extra world. Robert. Yes. Me and Carl are podcasting at La Cubana in the kitchen. Yes. And I I need to ask you: Were you ever a trucker? a trucker. I knew it. Ah, Carl wins. Because when we were making fun of your driving uh, on the way to Rochester, I thought you were you were insulted because you told me you were a trucker. No, I was never a trucker. All right. That's it. Okay. Everything else good? Just keeping the plate spinning, man. Keeping the plate spinning, man. All right. We miss you today. We have no one to beat up today. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> We're gonna turn on each other soon. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I can feel it. I can feel it. We're gonna turn on each other. All right, to Toronto. So I get upgraded to a suite. Yeah. As I as I'm getting on the suite, I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? He's in the hallway. Right. It's Justin Bieber. Really? Justin Bieber and Drake were having a concert. Wow. So I'm like, sweet. So I go and I'm in the penthouse. There's a there's a floor that has four penthouse rooms or something like that. I'm not sure. But Drake Drake wasn't staying there because he lives in Toronto. Yeah. He has a place in Toronto. But Justin was staying there. So there's a full-time security guard in the penthouse elevator and everything. And I'm like, ah, cool. This is going to be awesome. So I get to my room, beautiful room. And I'm like, oh, wow. I open the curtains. I want to see downtown Toronto. I open the curtains and I hear yeah, like just, it felt like thousands of people screaming. No kidding. Screaming. Girls, just right. like girl voice. I'm like, what's up with this? Right. So I open my balcony, have a ciggy, and it's all the girls, and they see that I'm not Justin Bieber. When I come back, I go, oh, <laughs> all of Toronto, just this disappointment as they're looking at me. It was so fun. And I just put my cigarette out of the floor and I walked back and I closed the gates. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. <laughs> and then like just this deep who's that fucking ogre? <laughs> oh my god, it's great. 
<laughs> what were you doing in Toronto? Just... Uh, we were doing a food festival. Oh, really? We were doing a food festival. I was doing it with Guy. Right. And then that night, we uh, we hooked up with Drake, and we um, we cooked till like 5 o'clock in the morning. Is Drake a cool guy? Oh, dude, the coolest dude. Is he really? He's a really nice guy. Yeah. Everybody should have a little Canada in him. You know what I mean? Like, real nice. And... Yeah. I, I, I live close to Canada. Those those people are... Yeah, uh... cool, cool, cool. Cool. They're 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 cool. They're cool, cool, cool. cool, cool. Speaking of uh, food, I think you'd be proud. I made homemade pizza for the kid for his birthday. Did he like the apron? Yes. I didn't wear it though. Because it's for you. For it's for him. It, it's big. So you thought? Yeah. That I gave you an apron. I, I, I you said it's for the kids, you but it's... thinking about other people. <laughs> no, you said it's for the kids, but they're big. So then you just decided. Like the jail warden, that this is mine now? <laughs> well, he- when I was a kid, I would like to get stuff from adults, like real stuff. Right. You could wrap it around him a couple times. Well, I I, I didn't know I could do that. Oh, I- I'm serious. You just took the apron. What? <laughs> you took the aprons. What are you doing? No, I took them home. Did you give them to Lindsay for Mother's Day? <laughs> <laughs> you would do something like that. I would be the Let me ask you a question. This, did you have Lindsay wash them? Or did you take no, them back? Did you worry about germs? No, they're still in the plastic. <laughs> Hanging out on the window. No, on the they're, just, they're just on a pile. Okay, I'll get to them. They're going to appreciate it. When? Well, I don't think we needed to put the aprons on and make homemade pizza. No, I think you should have just ordered pizza because it probably. No, so my pizza would be crushed. Crushed what? Your teeth. <laughs> well, first of, first of all, I got the pizza dough from uh, Trader Joe's. All right. Wait, wait, wait a second. Wait a second. That's not making pizza. I made pizza. That's assembling pizza. That's good enough, right? When you say pizza, I thought you had yeast and you had water or flour. Ah, who has time for that? Pizzerias. <laughs> I Googled pizza dough and Trader Joe's gets a good review. And I'm close to a Trader Joe's, so I went and got the pizza dough. Oh, you and your little barrel shuffling over there. And get your- well, then I put too much flour on my counter. Uh, and then it got doughy. It got too dry, so then yeah. I couldn't spread it out because it kept wanting to go back to center. Well, you have to let it rest. What do you mean? You did it on marble, right? Well, everything in your house. Is yeah, a little marble countertop. Yeah. What do you mean that you have to let it rest? Well, you roll it a little bit, you got to let it rest. No, I just use my hands. You use your hands. Yes. Like a professional pizza guy. Yes. Yeah, I didn't roll. Show me picture, picture of pizza. I didn't. I don't think I took pictures of it. No, I'm serious. I don't think I took pictures of it because it was shit. But then I, I added some olive oil to the dough. Oh wow, that's not no, good. no, because I had to, I had to restretch it out with olive oil. Yeah, because I felt. So then you're making focaccia. You no, I felt like I, I, I didn't have enough moisture in the dough, and that's why it was wanting to go back to center and not staying spread out. And then I added the oil, and then it, I was able to push it all out. And then, why are you giving me that angry look? It's all wrong. I thought this would be a bonding moment between me and you, it's finally. It's a, it's a disconnecting moment. Why is it a disconnecting moment? It, it, you motivated me to, to try cooking why more. Why would you call me and say, hey, listen, listen, I am a cooking illiterate. Right. Carl, my friend. Right. How am I going to do this? But no. Well, then I put some oil and then stretched no, it. I'm a... No, bro, man, you, you just go to YouTube and you and you and you yeah. and you type in how to. Yeah, right. So I wrote how to make pizza. And then I got my prego tomato oh sauce. Oh my god. These <laughs> kids are eating shelter pizza. <laughs> That's orphanage pizza. <laughs> 
spread the Prego sauce on. A little on the thick side. They said they liked it because they love daddy. But I, you know, those kids are good. Oh, no. My my son is... Well, boys with their dad are all good. No, my, my, I used to be like, my dad's the best. As he was punching me in the back of the head. Boys are like that. You know, I... The I, girl will tell you the truth. Like, daddy, don't make any more pizza. It's making our belly hurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, they both have the tell-it-like-it-is attitude that I have. Oh, I wonder what which I used to, I used to love until I got kids. And now they tell it like it is. Daddy's getting fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is stuff like that. I know. They will poke at your shit. But I, I'll never forget. I was in um in the bathtub and I was just taking a, a bath, and one of them walked Did your in. Brother going already? Were you number two? <laughs> no, no. We're, that's one luxury we uh, we appreciate. <laughs> Everyone gets to use their own water. Um, and my I remember my son walking in. He was like barely, probably two, two and a half. Walks right up to the tub. Right? Right. And starts poking my chest and goes, Daddy, you have boobies. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Nothing is more humiliating. humiliating. So I got out of the bathtub and I threw all the lucky charms out. And I've been relatively good ever since. Yeah. But So then I spread the Prego sauce a little on the uh, the thick side. Right. And then uh, guess what cheeses I use? You'll be proud. What? Mozzarella. Mozzarella. <laughs> Mozzarella. Okay. No, I, fine. Yeah. I usually say mozzarella, but I was right. trying to like, you know, we're in a kitchen and stuff, so yeah, I'm trying to speak the language. I'm, I'm chefing it up a yeah, little yeah. bit. But I also know you got to cut that shit. So I got a nice Colby Jack up top. No up top? Colby Jack. What, so your pizza's Prego? Prego. What did you get? Low moisture, whole milk, mozzarella? Uh, sure. Did you get nature's best or some shit? It was like, some organic thing. Oh! <laughs> All right, so you got shit mozzarella. Colby Jack doesn't belong on pizza. Yeah, a little sprinkle. Oh, you did a little? A little bit. Did you buy the thick? Would you buy shredded? Shredded. Shredded. I blew up the Parmesan. Nice. And that's, I, that's big move with Italian food. You know what? F the Parmesan. <laughs> and I, Next, get rid of the tomatoes. Just put ranch and, and put your garbage fucking sauce on it. Ooh, not a bad idea. And then I, I blew off the provolone. I went mozzarella and Kobe Jack. What do you think? I hate it. The, I hate everything about it. And the first pie was a little mushy. Imagine. And it was a little on the thick side in the okay. middle because the whole dough yeah. wanted to go back to center, like I told right. you. And then you had that oil bath on it, which was Oil nice. bath because there might have been a little too much cheese. <laughs> and then but the second one was thinner. And even my son, my son, he goes, Dad, I just want to tell you, the second pizza, much better. Oh, no. <laughs> Tells it like it is. He goes, it's much better. Oh, my God. Okay. Why? Why not, Just man? Just call me. I don't want to call you for everything. I, I got to learn some of this stuff on my own, Carl. Right? You call me for other shit. You call me for reservations. Yeah, man. The little frog. The little frog. You got to on... call me earlier than when you call me. What happened? Calling you at 4 o'clock on Mother's Day is, <laughs> it's, is bad? It's a problem. <laughs> Even people that work in restaurants go out on Mother's Day. I need a restaurant. Uh, suggestion. So I texted Carl. I go, where is it? Oh, and I could just, even though you didn't, I could tell that it, it took you a minute or two to write me back. So I'm like, oh, he's not, he's not panicking, but he doesn't want to deal with this shit right now. No, it, it was the complete opposite. I want to look at it. I'm like, all right, uh, let me get this done right now. All right. Uh, I did text this. What a coincidence. You're having a fried pork chop for lunch and I'm having lunch with a fried pork chop. <laughs> oh my God. That was... <laughs> 
No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. That's really funny. No, I'm just trying to find the other text. We, okay. Uh, oh, I go. Are we set for that restaurant today, my brother? <laughs> I, pur- <laughs> I purposely wrote my brother because I knew this was a little uh, nerve wracking on my part to, to write you last minute. And then you wrote, uh, I tried at least five places. Everybody is booked. And then you you found uh, Little Frog, which actually they did you and me a favor and my family a favor. And uh, we went there for Mother's Day. And I got to tell you, Carl, this place was awesome. They knew, I had, they, they knew you had juice. Really? They know that, that me and my boy called. They were going to take care of you. Oh, no kidding, man. Because as soon as I walked in, they have a, a French uh, maitre d', an older guy that lived in Paris. Really nice guy. Francois? And, yeah. And That's he, the owner. And, and he gave us uh Oh, no, it wasn't him. Tall guy? Yeah, with gray hair? Yeah, Francois. He's the owner. <laughs> and he's the maitre d'? Yeah. Then he downplayed it. Yeah, that's what they do. Oh, I didn't know he was the owner. Francois is the owner. <laughs> I, I believe you now. The so guy in front, Francois, he's the owner. <laughs> it, the place was packed, right? And with people waiting. Yeah. This is how much pull you have, and the other guy has yeah. pull. Huh? All of a sudden, he sits at sits us at a table so we could sit nice as as the best table in the restaurant opens up. That's French. Service. Oh my god! Did that feel good? It was awesome. Yeah. And then everything we had was. Just spot on. A, a nice, like, neighborhood restaurant with class, if that makes sense. I'll tell you, before we keep going about that, so I'll tell you, a restaurant full, it's funny. Yeah. One time I was uh, I was at a party, and there was this girl, a foodie. She was super foodie. Blah, 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 blah. And she said, I'm going to keep the names out of it because everyone is still in the industry. Right. So she's talking about this. Celebrity chef, like she knows this guy. Like she's like, yeah, because me and him, and and he made this dish for me once, and this and that. And if it's one thing, foodies are bullshitters, right? I mean, they'll go to a place. There's a restaurant in Brooklyn now where you can rent the food just to take a picture. Oh, I heard. <laughs> yeah, I saw it in the paper. You could rent the food just to take a picture. It's kind of brilliant. Well, it's marketing. We're talking about it. So what? They make like a dish, and then they have like ten or twenty. They make an extra dish, and, and they, they put glue on it and everything, so it looks perfect. And then you come in and take your pictures take your picture for, for a price. Yeah, for a price. A, a lot less money than actually getting yeah. that meal. It's kind of brilliant. I hate to say it. No? It's just annoying to me. Yeah, I understand the annoyance of it. Where but... the person's at. Right, right. Because I take pictures of things that I truly enjoy. Right. My Instagram well, that's how it should be, All obviously. Hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All hot dogs. So. Burnt hot dogs. Up top. Finally got one <laughs> with a little sauerkraut and uh, Goldens. You know what? A little a Goldens. Nice, that's a nice dog. I'll go yellow if I have to, but I'd rather go Goldens. Opie Radio. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. Don't kid yourself. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. If you've used any of these excuses or any others, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. In 2017, more than 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes. That's uh, 51% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, wearing your seatbelt is the best defense in a crash. Even when you sit in the back seat, you still need to buckle up. That goes for when you ride in taxis and use ride-sharing services, too. 
Cops are on the lookout and writing tickets, so why take the risk? In 2017 alone, seatbelts saved nearly 15,000 lives. So do the smart thing and buckle up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Opie Radio. Carl's getting up. You got hot dogs? I forgot I got your dog. Oh, thank you. From Ruts? From Grace, Ohio. Oh, you, you went Grace. Thank you, sir. Let's heat the hot dog up, all right? <laughs> You're not too busy to heat a hot dog up, are you? <laughs> you like... <laughs> he punches you in the face. I can't do anything about it. So, just, just sit back and enjoy yeah. that. Oh, hope he's out. So the um, so she's talking about the chef and this and that. Oh, I'm at his opening. Oh my god! And the fucking and I smelled bullshit. Right. I just smelled it. Right. So I said I caught her real quick. I'm like her. So her 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 the guy the chef's sous chef's name was Alex. Right? right. So all I did was change from Alex to John, and I'm like, "Isn't John, isn't John the best?" She's like, "Oh, he is. I mean, one of the best chefs to cuisine in America." I said, "Yeah, John, really. I mean, attention to detail. That's name is Alex." Yeah. So I said, "I'm gonna enjoy this." One. I said, started drinking and stuff like that, and I charmed her a little bit. I said, "Hey, why don't we go for dinner one day?" Ooh. Nice. I would Clean. love it. I love having dinner with chefs. You guys are the best. I know them all. <laughs> I'm like, all right. She's like a chef groupie? Chef groupie. Dangerous. Dangerous people. I got to ask you about uh, groupies in the chef profession. But go ahead. Continue. It's, just, it's like anything else. We have groupies. But our, ours are a little, you know. That's, what, I'm, that's yeah, what I was getting at. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're on the right track. So uh, or either, they're, either they're not hot or they're really, really hot. Right. And the really, really hot ones. It's like, I went to one with Napa. Remember the girl that was eating the salad? That was right. making me nuts? Yes. Chef Groupie. Chef Groupie. Um, but I called my buddy, Alex, and I said, hey, can you do me a favor? Is Chef so-and-so in uh, this week? Yeah, yeah, he's here from France. I said, okay, can you ask him if I can have dinner in the kitchen? Because Nice. And I, and I let Alex in on it. I right. said, Alex, this girl is saying. Right? So Alex is like, I'll ask him. I'll ask him if he knows her. So he's just like, all right. Alex is going to get back to me. He goes, all right, you're all set Thursday, 9 o'clock, chef's table. Right. Done. So I meet her at the train. We take the train uptown. We start. I walk in. Now, the service entrance to the kitchen is on the other block. So she doesn't have any idea that we're going to this iconic restaurant where she knows everybody. <laughs> We hit the service entrance. There's a security guard checks all the waiters and stuff. We're going down this kitchen corridor, like good, like almost like Goodfellas. You right. know what I mean? Just going down the corridor. Nice. And people, what's up, Cuban? What's up, Cuban? What's up, Cuban? What's up, Cuban? We go into the main part of the kitchen, on top of the wall. The kitchen. It's a two-story kitchen, but like open, all cathedral. Beautiful. There's a picture of this chef holding two geese. <laughs> right. It's a famous picture. She looks. And then she knew. She done fucked up. We sit down. I'm like, hey, this is my friend Alex. <laughs> I'm like, you guys know each other. Alex goes, I don't know her. <laughs> like, wow. And he's doing, the, he's doing the pass. Yeah, yeah. So now she's like, oh, I was thinking someone else. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Right? Of, course. of course you were. 
superstar. You know what I mean? Super foodie. So she's like, I was thinking something else. So we're literally by the pass. The pass like this one up behind you. Right. And he's working the pass. It's 9 o'clock in service. It's Thursday. So he keeps this little quail and this little beautiful French dishes, this little duck, and we're just eating. Here comes a celebrity chef with a bottle of rosé to welcome us and give us a pass. So he goes, oh, welcome to my kitchen. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah, yeah. fucking perfect regard. She's frozen. <laughs> I mean, it was like she saw the worst thing she could ever see in her life. So it must have been so bittersweet for her because, number one, she's where she always said she was. Right, right. But now she's actually there. But her 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 lies are dissolving like Thanos dust. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You know, and I'm in sweatpants. You know what I mean? She's got her fucking stupid lipstick. She was just going to the prom. <laughs> She's all dressed up. And he comes and, bonjour, bonjour. Right. And I'm like, chef, you know, you guys know each other, right? I'm enjoying the fuck out of this. He goes, eh, where do I know you from? I'm like, just right off the bat. Wow. She's like, no, you did a, you did a food festival. I do not do festival. <laughs> Uh, now in St. Martin, St. Martin, uh, five years ago, I was in St. Martin, my family. Like, yeah, right. She's like, yeah, and then I saw you, remember? He's like, I do not remember. <laughs> <laughs> like French, like he just, he's not giving a fucking inch. Just give up on and then she's, And then he's like, oh, voila. <laughs> just pours the wine. And that, was, and that was it. And that was it. And then, you know. Jesus. She was so humiliated. She was so humiliated. And then I had her in the palm of my hand. Right. Yeah. Now she had to make. Um, then we left. I'm like, buy me a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> buy me some beers, you fucking bullshit artist. For I tell the world, you're a phony. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, so tell me about Little Frog. Little Frog was awesome, man. I had the tuna tartare. Uh, my wife had the scallops. My kids had uh, cheeseburgers and ate them like champs. They liked the cheeseburgers. Yeah, they just. Crushed it. Like, oh, I'm so happy Daddy's not making pizza. <laughs> pizza. <laughs> What'd then, you have to drink? Um, I went with the. Uh, I always call it the red label um, tequila. The 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 reposa. The uh, uh, the Heridora. Heridora. That's, I'm telling you, it's one of my favorites. No, you turned yeah. me on to that. Is that a nice? And, nice and they nice had that there, so I was very happy. So I said, look. Make me a margarita, you know, no, none of that salt crap and just a little lime juice. Don't so, get all sweet yeah. and crazy on me because that, that's such a good drinking tequila. Uh, I had a couple of those. And, what did Liz have? Uh, well, she had what uh, you guys uh, gave us. What do you mean? A, nice, a really nice bottle of uh, rosé all chilled uh, out. I'm sure. Oh, they brought you a nice bottle. Real nice bottle See on that? the house. Nice and then the uh, Lindsay, that's Happy Mother's Day from us. No, it was awesome. And then the Maitre D was her personal pour. Just kept coming. It was really nice, dude. You guys, you guys really took care of me and my family. And that I'd go back in a second. That's we should a go and eat there. Really nice joint. You and, know, one of my favorite. Restaurants? And it's connected to this place. Technically, it's yeah, all the same restaurant same, group. Same yeah, there's one of my favorite restaurants, Heidelberg's, is across uh, down the street. It's really old German restaurant. Really, we gotta go. What kind of uh, German food? Opie, you would love it. It's just boiled sausage, sauerkraut, and pickles. It doesn't get better than that. Just a nice mustard on a wood. And they give you all the different... They make the sausages there still since the 1920s. Wow. It's a beautiful place. The girls wear, like, the skirts. Really? And you get the beer in the steins. Yeah. And it's it's German beer, so it all tastes like dad beer. Are all the waitresses named Heidi? 
I call them Heidi. <laughs> Hi, Heidi. Heidi. But we had a we had a really really good time. So thank you for that. Don't well, mention it. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> You're still mad. <laughs> You're thinking, who, who calls me at 4 o'clock on Mother's Day and says, can can you find me a, a reservation in New York City? But you did it, brother. You did it. Um, I'm not going to leave you out in the cold, buddy. No, I appreciate it. you got it. plenty of people for that. <laughs> anyway. You're not going to eat your hot dog? I, I want to eat my hot dog. All right, we can take a little break. So well, we don't have to take a break. Just eat your fucking hot dog. Well, uh, we got to continue with the podcast the from the pot. kitchen at La Cubana. We're potting it up, bro. Look how, like, organized it is. This is funny. You got two or three guys in the kitchen right now yeah. just boiling stuff and... Uh, brazen, brazen. What are you doing? Brazen. What are you trying out today, by the way? Mission Control. So there's a, so there's a board here with all sorts of, what, uh, dishes? Yeah. And then what? You try them out and then decide if it's going to make the cut or not? Yeah. So audition audition day today. So today we're auditioning four dishes. So what I do is I, I give my cooks a guideline on how I want it. Right. And then I comment on my, like the fat guy in Beetlejuice marker. When right. Says, no, no, no. Really? No. Yeah. And because then, you can only be as good as your cooks. But how are you, but you're, you're inviting people down here that have good palates or how does that work? No, just I need to move volume of food. So I, I, I'm pretty much... You got a blue check around your name, or you got a good a good presence, or, or I, you've done me a favor, then you come and eat. Or you're but you friend. also told me that um, that you you don't really care about their opinions. I don't because you you just know what you're I look at looking them. for. I, I could look at them. I know. Yeah, them. because they're going to be nice. They're in the kitchen here as you're preparing it at this right. awesome table. It's going to be tough for them to be completely honest. They're not. Right. Most people aren't. But you can just tell. Oh, so you're just moving volume of food. So you're like, you're you're. You're trying the pork and going, ah, it's not quite right, but it's good. I'll let them eat this as I, like, you and know, I mix tweak it. I gotcha, as you tweak. That, yeah. ma- that makes sense. And then you narrow it down to an actual uh, it's a natural, uh, menu. It's natural menu, yeah. And you're almost there. I'm 70% there. That's pretty good. Well, it got to the drawing board twice. Right. S- scrapped everything and started over again. I got to say the last um, podcast, we were talking about uh, Siamese twins. I guess they call them conjoined twins these days. You can't call them Siamese anymore? I don't know. Why do they keep taking our words away? I don't know, because they call us singletons. We should be able to call them Siamese twins, right? right? What are they, double twins? Uh, I I don't know. They're conjoined twins is the official name. I think that's okay, but if you call them Siamese twins, that's bad. That's bad. That's just dumb. But I wrote down a couple tweets because people really enjoyed the story oh, of Lori and Dory. Remember Lori and Dory? <laughs> the one that wanted to be a country uh, western singer? And the, yes. And the other one didn't want anything to do with and it. she was trans, right? Uh, oh, and then she t- turned into a dude. That's right. I forgot about Can you say turned into a dude? No, I think that's bad, too. Why is that bad? Because you're using the word dude. One of them turned into a dude. Was the country western singer? What do you think about? Who turned into the dude? Did you do any? Robert. <laughs> I think because the one was getting all the attention because she was the country western singer and she wanted her hair done a certain way and the other one didn't want her hair done the, the same way and they kind of share one giant head that I bet you the other one that wasn't the country western singer is like, I need attention now, so I'm going to turn into a dude. What do you think? I'm in. I mean, it's crazy. It's a crazy world that I don't understand. It's, it is a crazy world. And there's no way to talk about it without offending somebody. Why? So. Because, I mean, you're talking about Siamese twins having sex and then one having a sex change and one <laughs> wanting to be a singer. I mean, uh, listen, then 
If then, I was a Siamese twin, then I, I would just be like, hey guys, let's keep a low profile. <laughs> There's no need for you to do any interviews. Yeah, we're good. You know what I mean? We got let's talk to each other. Matter of fact, let's I, get along. Let's go get a little ice cream. Right. Let's let's drink a vodka. You know what I mean? A vodka. A, a double, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. You know, matter of fact, I bought I, I I built you, I should say. I built you a cabin up in the mountains. Yeah, you'll we're be, gonna go in the mountains. You'll be happy up there. I'm gonna put this I meat think. necklace around you. We're gonna look for bear. <laughs> I'm gonna end this. No, 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 don't get on the bike and ride around town yeah, with no <laughs> reason to fucking start singing now. <laughs> the two heads. Well, you know what I mean? The one that shares a, a, a pretty much a normal body with two heads with giant shoulders, you know. <laughs> No reason to get on that bike and ride into town yeah. and, and do some errands. I'll get it. Just we give me a laugh. Amazon. Let's Amazon it up. Amazon it up. <laughs> but um, anyway, they loved the. They loved that we were talking about the conjoined twins, and there were a couple of tweets that came in that were hilarious. It turns out Laurie and Dory. So that's the country western singer, and the right. one turned into a dude. Right. Um, this guy Chelsea guy eighty two on Twitter. He writes or tweeted, Laurie and Dory are from the city I live in. What? They used to walk around the mall and yell at people for looking at them. Oh, no. <laughs> but how do you not look? I'm sorry. How do you I not look? I am looking, and I'm not going to stop looking until you're out of my sight. There are times, you know, you judge the situation. There are times you're like, I really got to look, but I don't want this person knowing I'm looking. Right. I get that. Then there's other times you don't want to miss that opportunity, and you're just looking. You're not looking around to see if there's windows with a reflection so you can take a peek. You're like just de- giving them the dead stare. That's but You have to. That's part of being a human. You get to see shit. Right. Weird shit. Right. Unusual shit. And then um, I, and then this guy wrote uh, GL Monkey on Twitter. He goes, I live in the same town as Lori and Dory. A lot of Lori and Dory tweets came in. Are these people all live in the same town as these two? And he goes, and I helped them one day at Circuit City. I can confirm they're not nice and very angry. Really? But I, I'm I'm thinking to myself. But let me ask you a question: Has you ever seen Have you ever seen anybody happy buying appliances at Circuit City? Well, that's a that's I a mean, good point. And then on top of it, you got a conjoined uh, twin attached to you. Know, we're trying to sell you that extra warranty for your TV. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we got bigger for problems. Twenty nine dollars. <laughs> like, leave me alone. She's freaking out with a dude. <laughs> And I can't hide. Fuck your warranty. <laughs> it's Circuit City. But I was thinking about what that guy tweeted. I was thinking, you'd be angry too if you had a headache literally attached to your head. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. What is wrong with saying that? Everything. Why? Unbelievable. But uh, they, they, really, uh, they really enjoyed that podcast. I, ha- I watched... Uh, I watched... Uh, the Avengers. Oh, how is that? Uh, really? What makes it? Eh? Are you like a? Are you a superhero type fan? Well, that's the only movie you can watch now. <laughs> like, it's only superhero movies. A uh, true. There's only two movies that that sell now. Right. Three movies. Right. Robot explosion movies. Right. Superheroes. Right. Or backhanded social lecturing environment movies. Right. Like giant flood or the ice caps right. are melting or a dinosaur comes because of what we did and right. eats us all. Right? So it's all, that's it. Yeah. Here's a problem with the Avengers. So the fight scene was awesome. You know, like at the end when all the shit starts. It better be. It was the whole epic. movie. The whole movie's a build up for, 
for the fight scenes. I mean, it was an epic thing. Right. Epic. Um, and then I wish it would have ended there. I was crying. You know what I mean? Oh, they had the fake ending where there was more after the big fight. So the big fight, and then it, and then it stopped, and then it, and then I cried a little bit. You did, yeah. All right, Joey Salvia here. I wasn't going to jump in on this podcast because the guys were doing just fine by themselves in a noisy kitchen. In fact, if I used any more noise reduction in this podcast, you wouldn't be able to hear Greg or Carl that noisy. But spoiler alert. If you've not seen the movie Avengers Endgame and you plan on doing so, you're going to have to skip the next three, four, five minutes because Carl is about to give away the most fucking detailed spoilers you've ever heard someone give in a podcast. And without any warning whatsoever from our host, Greg, and of course the chef. So it's my job to tell you to skip ahead four minutes and 13 seconds from here. Yeah, because the Iron Man died, and fucking Iron Man's awesome. Oh, that's not good. Iron Man's the best one, because now you know the franchise is gone. Right. I don't care about Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. <laughs> like, fuck you. Especially when he he just looks and acts like Paul Rudd. It's like Paul Rudd inside of a fucking superhero movie. Hey, Paul, you're just Paul. It's like, look, it's Iron Man. Look, hey, Paul. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're just being Paul Rudd in a Halloween costume. Yeah, it's like, seriously. like you change up your acting? Yeah, like everyone else is so intense and there's Paul Rudd like, ah, it's Hi, I'm Paul Rudd. Yeah, and he's the one that comes up with the solution which made me angry. I want you to believe I'm a superhero. I mean, if anyone should have turned to dust, it was Paul Rudd. Stupid Paul Rudd. Silly Paul. Hey, make I, sure I, that what, the wine that you get is... Uh, <laughs> From this year. Don't don't take any wine that can vote. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. So, um... Very good. So the, uh... Save the old shit. <laughs> yeah. basically what you're saying. Yeah. I just thought of something. Oh, my God. Avengers. Paul Rudd. Fucking Paul Rudd. Making you cry. Making me cry. Because so Iron Man died. Scene, Iron Man died. Now I'm, I'm like, wow. That what a fucking movie. Yeah. Then... They shoot to Iron Man's funeral at his house. I don't care. Nah. And it was all the superheroes and Paul Rudd. Right. Dressed up in, like, black. Right. And they sent the wreath out to the lake. Ew. I'm like, didn't need this part of the movie. Did it completely gratuitous. Of course. I mean, the people from Zamunda were there and all the, you know, yeah. all everybody was there. Black that, Panther. That, that's, that's insecure producers. Yeah. Because him, Iron Man dying, pulls at your heartstrings already. You don't have to push but, it all the way home. Me, yeah, but they pushed it so That's home. The, nah, you don't need to do that. But wait. But there's more. It was like a ShamWow fucking commercial. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, wow, what a movie. I'm ready to get up. It's three hours fucking long. Right. So I'm like, oh, I'm out of popcorn. I got a stomach ache. I had a chocolate chip cookie. I had a milkshake and a fripple and a, and a Slurpee. I'm, I'm exhausted. Beautiful. Yeah, it was a good day. So you're, you're all sugared up. I'm sugared up in this movie. I'm just finish, finish. <laughs> so then it's like, okay, all of a sudden, they go into the woods. They flash to another day. Yeah. And they're sending Iron uh, the, Captain America yeah. back in time. Why? To get rid of all the stones. Right. Okay? I don't care about the stones. Xanos is gone. You should have kept the stones, did whatever the fuck you right. want. I don't care. Of course. So now it's such a whole other movie where Captain America goes back to get rid of the stones or whatever. Right. And they're like, all right, he'll be back in five seconds because the way time travel works, it could be a long time for him, but it could be. Yeah. He doesn't come back. He misses the window. Then they pan to the left 
and there's an old man sitting in on the park bench next to the lake, and it's it's I it's Captain America. He decides to stay and with the love of his life, right? Yeah, and and be like have a normal life, right? So then he aged when he came back, right? And then he's sitting on the bench. So now. They're trying to make me cry about Captain America. I'm all out of tears, no, motherfucker. You're, you're done with your tears at that point. And then, so Iron Man's dead, and Captain America aged to now, an old now, man. Yeah, now he's an old man, and he takes out this leather bag and gives the Black Hawk guy. You know the Hawk guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gives him the shield. Says it's time you're Captain America. Ew. I'm like fucking boo. <laughs> Fight scene done. Iron Man dead. Credits roll. Credits roll, bro. Fucking learn how to make a, you know. Oh, right. I'm telling a billion dollar franchise how to make a movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's like you with The Rock. You'll never be as famous <laughs> as me. Oh, yeah. I had to remember that story. <laughs> had to remember that one. Yeah. I just, I just heard myself sounding like a fucking. Wow, that's troll. That's terrible when they. Did. I was all out of tears. I, I, Iron Man got me. I was fucking crying. Like, like you did it. You did it. You, you got did it. You're I'm good. Dead We're good. Yeah. We're good. We don't need the extra here. That's unbelievable. Unbelievable. I was going to talk about uh, she's fingering the fart juice, but we might have to uh, save that for the next episode of the Opie Radio Give podcast. Teaser. Give us a t- teaser. Room. All right. She's fingering the fart juice. What is that? See, that's your tease. All right. <laughs> it gargles. All right. <laughs> uh, and a couple other things. I want to talk about robots real fast. Let's do it. Um, robots are getting out of control. If you follow us on Twitter, I always send Carl the latest robot story. So know what, I, know what I did really fast? Oh, f- first of all, as I was doing this, what are you doing? Carl went to the sink. Glass of water. A little, oh, well, I, I would like a, uh, yeah, I would like a little glass of water. Carl's. I got caught on the fence. <laughs> oh my god, Carl! Running to the bus. <laughs> Carl's, Carl's sleeve is completely ripped because he got. What you were hopping a fence to get to yeah. the bus? So Carl was hopping a fence, and you're not as limber. Carl's going into the the freezer to get real, uh, real water, like a gentleman. But uh, his whole right sleeve is ripped off his shirt. It's it's hanging. Uh, no, I'm good. No, I don't want a bloody Mary. I got things to do. No, I gotta. I do love. Uh, Carl, that shirt is literally. Uh, Hanging on by a thread. I took a shot. That's classic. Gotta take a picture. I will. I will. Um, Anyway, Carl's getting water. Carl, I wanted to turn you onto something though. As I was doing my robot uh, research for this podcast, there's a device that you got to tweet. A device that feeds your Oreos without without having to use your hands. So you're working in the kitchen. You need an Oreo. I think what happens is you put your chin down, you push your chin down like that, and an Oreo slides down a mini slide into your mouth. I had a priest that tried to trick me by that. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. There it is. I I knew you'd have something on that. (laughs) You smoke in your kitchen? Oh. Oh. Just put my cigarettes over there. Oh, all right. Well, they're going to hear the lighter. (laughs) No. Click, click. I'm just They're doing the anti-smoking uh, commercials again. Do they bother you at all? The anti-smoking no. on TV where they're dying basically, and they're in ICU, and they're, they're their last, uh, the last thing they want to do on Earth is pretty much tell people not to smoke. Easy, easy for you to say. 
Yeah. You enjoyed it. You're, yeah, exactly. Let the, let the youth enjoy their cigarettes. I got I to gotta tell you the other day, I don't know if this is contemplating suicide or not, <laughs> but I'm, I'm good. I was sitting at the lake the other day. Right. And I'm like, you know, because people all tell me, you're going to die. How are you not 500 pounds? And I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm good. So if it ends tomorrow, you're good. I'm good. You're good. Like, I don't feel like... Uh, so if I have to talk, I'll just say, hey, he told me he was good. Yeah. Carl said he's good. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. I think with, with my lifestyle, I've gone above and beyond right. what I could. And I don't want to be around for the robots. Well, the robots are coming. They're coming. I did a... Uh, They're coming for my job. Dude, I, I just want to read robot news headlines. This is all within the last week, Carl. I didn't have to go far. They're literally from uh, May. Uh, First two weeks of May. Underground robots changing the mining industry. So now you're getting robots to to live underground and be comfortable. Oh, my God. Why would you do that? The problem is, is what people don't realize is these are all weapons. Of course. That's why I I, I wrote all these headlines down. And that's why I believe in AI. And, and I believe that, what do they call it, singularity? Yeah. It's going to happen. Of course. No, they already know it's going to happen. That machines will be smarter than humans. There's no way around that. That's why this whole robotic uh, technology thing is really, really stupid. So the first headline, underground robots changing the mining industry. The next news item on robots, robot butlers coming to do your chores. So now you, you got the robots in your home pissing them off as, as they do all your chores that you don't want to do. And then once the government presses a button, they all turn on you. Of course. They're, they're cleaning your, your swamp-ass underwear at your house. You don't think they're going to start getting pissed off inside? I don't think they're going to get pissed off. They, they'll, they'll tell them to get pissed off. Right. Well, I don't know. No, eventually they'll be thinking on their own. The you problem know with that. robots. Is, you listen, know that, right? Right. The problem with robots is this. It's the opposite. I want you to think opposite with robots. Okay. It's not that they can be mean. It's that they can't be your friend. Yeah, of That's course. the big problem. Yeah, but we're going to be stupid enough to... Like we- a dog can kill you, right? right? But a dog has an ability to love you. Sort of. Enough that sort- it doesn't kill you. Yeah. Enough that it doesn't kill you. You die in your house. But you're dead. You die in your house. Yeah. The food runs out. Right. The dog is eating you. Okay, but, but, you're, but you're speaking about something that happens to anything that's biological. There, there's been... Documented cases of of airplane accidents where the people were stranded and they ate each other. Right. So, if you don't trust the dog, you can't trust you. It's the same thing. Would you eat a human to survive? And now, fucking, even if I don't even have to, but I I get away with it. (laughs) You're curious. You're curious. You sick fuck. You're curious. No, but it's survival because if I'm with a bunch of people and I'm the only one that knows how to cook something, right? They're not going to eat me. All right, as a chef, what part of the body would be the best uh, part if you had to eat a human? Had to. If you had to? You're in the Alps. Famous story with the plane. Do I have salt or I don't have salt? You used to play soccer. Now you're eating your teammates. I probably have salt teammates. on the plane, right? Uh, no salt. No salt. It's as, it's as bad as it gets. Um, I could start a fire, right? I don't have to make sashimi. You can, oh, God. Yeah, you can start a fire. I would take uh, I would take all the wine in those little carts, right? And I would probably take, um, well, I'd find some heavier that doesn't move a lot, just right. because the meat would be softer. 
Right. I wouldn't get like the guy with the Fitbit. <laughs> oh, really? No. No, because you'd be all, you know, we have a lot of nerves. We're very nervy. So you're going to have to depend on the fat. And we're going to be very gamey because of what we eat. Oh, my God. Um, if you ever saw the dead body, you could tell. Like, if you smell a dead pig, they don't smell that bad. After they start rotting, you right. smell a dead human. That's a that's whole the, different that first story. Time I smelled a dead human. I, I'll never forget. A dead guy in a dumpster once. Wow, that's that's just that's just lovely. Yeah. So what I would do is I'd probably take uh, the lower back, the fillet. <laughs> you know, I'd take that little area, clean it up, maybe the rib meat. Right. And then I would soak it. You know, I would tell everybody chill out. It's gonna take a little while. It's gonna take a little while. We're gonna brine this up a little bit. Right. Um, here's a, here's a few fingers. I mean, I would. I've got the fingers. I'll, I'll get the uh, the entree the, in a minute. I would take maybe the thigh and then marinate that in in whatever liquid alcohol they have, like a bourbons or something like that. So, yeah. And then I would I would braise it. I would braise it with um, whatever they had in there. Yeah. So I'm sure the plane has water. Right. Can't use the toilet water because it's blue. But fuck uh. it at this point. I mean, but you could eat that water. It's blue. Right. But the um. Yeah, I'd probably do a nice little braise. A nice little braise. I'll <laughs> <laughs> oh, just eat around the tattoo. I need, I need, and then I would shred the meat. Yeah. Uh, I would take it off the bones because human bones, you can tell it's human bones. Right. So you want to get rid of those. You don't want to be able to You don't see want it. it to look like a human. No. As best and as then you I'd can. And then I'd probably mix. If I, if, I, if I could, I'd probably mix it with like the little pretzels and stuff. Right. Make like, you know, and that would thicken the stock Ugh, a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's real life right there. Uh, more uh, robot headlines, all within the last two weeks. Socializing robots, helping robots function in the real world. This is bad. That's so, this is so stupid. We should stop doing technology now. We're good. I think we're good, right? Because yeah, we, we think we're we think we're smarter than we really are. That's the problem. You don't want to teach robots how to socialize. What, how long before the robots feel, realize that we're living too long and we're reproducing too much? Right. And then they're going to kill us. Of course. Hummingbird robots use AI to map surroundings without sight. They go where drones can't. So now they're flying in and out of your homes, these hummingbird fucking robots. I, I live by Picatinny Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. And there's signs. Remember we tried to go down that yeah, dirt they road? Said, uh, my buddy Roy took me. I had a meeting with the fire department. We went down the road. They, uh, he was telling me the story that when the time they had to go in there, they had a robot gun, right? And it sh- they shot it, yeah, and it went through like four metal plates that it was wow. supposed to, and set the ridge on fire. Wow! And the Rockaway Fire Department had to go in there, right? And he said they have their own fire department, but it was overwhelming. And yeah, they were like, bro. He was like, dude, that place is. And he goes, you, the minute you drive to the second Century Gate, yeah. Just thinks this U.S. Army. He says everything stops working. He says the radios in our fucking in our trucks didn't work. Our GPS was wiped out. Everything. He says when you Google Map Picatinny Arsenal, it just comes out blurred. Really? And that, it's its own town, its own restaurant, houses, and it's just fucking what goes on there. That's scary. That's that's real shit. That's though. real shit. Right? And, and it's all for the military in the end, right? Well, it all starts with the military. From yeah, of the course. IPod, it's all military technology. Uh. And then, oh, this one, teaching robots to safely work alongside humans in kitchens. There it is. That's happening, right? It's it's it's, it's going to be number one. We're going to be on the forefront of technology. The, the kitchens. Kitchens. Why? Because it's the largest mass of labor. Cheap labor. There's no way that it's not going to happen. 
if you're a restaurateur, right, and you have a robot, that robot's not going to try to have sex with the manager in the walk-in. It's not going to steal your forks. It's not going to slip and fall and sue you. And it's not going to call out. It's just going to work its butt off. I mean, each each employee that you have, think about it. If he makes, you know, $60,000 a year, multiply that by five. Right. Right? 300 Gs. 300,000 an employee. And that doesn't include benefits and whatever, and all the food that he consumes and steals and, the, and problems that he causes with other employees. So let's put a round number of 450,000 right. in five years. For an average cook. Right. An average. 60000 right. in New York is nothing. Right. So, say the machine costs 150000 After two years... It's paid for. Give a free fucking... A slave. This is the new slave trade. Right. The new Mexicans. Yeah. Electric Mexicans. I mean, I hate to say that, but... These are electric Mexicans. Right. We're going to be... I'm going to be fucking out of business. Right. Uh, more robot headlines from literally the last two weeks. NASA is using 3D printers to develop soft robots for space exploration. And they they say that sort of look like the aliens that we have we have seen or people have seen. Right. So that could l- literally just be robots from another world. And actually they're not, you know, living, breathing aliens. I agree. You agree? It could be. A, it's everything. There's what? definitely aliens, and there's definitely robots. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's aliens. Of you course. Only an idiot thinks that we're here by ourselves. Oh, you have to be dumb. Well, well you have to be an evangelist. Well, most people think we're the only one. It's it's completely insane to think about. Do you think if God is so powerful, like this, he's just going to make Earth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just one little spot where it's uh, like, you, you know, know what? what? I'm all-seeing, all-powerful. <laughs> right. I'm going to hedge all my bets. Even right. though I know everything, I know the past and the future and the present. Right. I'm just going to put it all on <laughs> right. Earth. <laughs> like, I know there's more uh, galaxies and grains yeah, of sand created, on Earth. I created infinity. Right. Because I'm all-knowing, yeah. all-powerful. But you know what? I'm just going to concentrate on this. Yeah. Little, this is my little pet project. Right. See all these all these yeah, grains of sand? Barren. Every grain of sand is a galaxy. I'm going to pick this one piece of yeah. uh, sand over here. Yeah, we're going to And, it, we're and do somewhere a in test. that tiny, tiny piece of sand, I'm going to make life. The rest of this? Yeah, just barren. Dead. Dead. <laughs> yeah, all right. I, I can't even discuss it anymore with people. I can't. I, I think there's so much... So ma- there are so many inhabitable pla- uh, planets out there, you can't even count that high. Yeah. I completely believe Look at the Avengers. Half of those people weren't even And then they're there. like, well, why haven't we found life yet? Because we haven't even really gotten out into space. Have we, you ever we're thought- bragging about how far we've gotten. That's nothing when have, you talk about the universe. Have you ever thought that we don't want to find it? <laughs> well, wh- wh- well, why? I'll tell you why. Because they know, they know the, about us before we're going to know about them. We know about them. They know about there's us. There's no government that wants to tell their people that there's other things because it'll shift the power base. It'll The politicians and all these people that control us won't be able to right. control us anymore. Right, because now we're like, well, fuck, fuck building a wall. We all got to get the fuck together and make sure we protect ourselves from those motherfuckers. Right. Of course. I like that. Uh, Amazon's robots pack 700 boxes per hour. I love it. This went under the radar, but basically Amazon has figured out the robot thing, and they are packing boxes at an alarming rate, and that's putting uh, people out of business as well. One of the one of the uh, if you ever get a chance, yeah, one of the largest robot um, uh, organizations is Rolex. Really, Rolex is literally almost completely automated, 
except the finishing of the watches. Right. They have the most advanced robot inventory system you've ever seen. They have these walls in Switzerland, and their robots move through the wall, and they pick the different parts, and they everything is automated. Come on. Yes. Rolex is unbelievable. Wow. And they've been quietly doing that in Switzerland, and nobody knows nothing. Right. And here's the problem is, I see all these people, like these activists and stuff, and I'm like, bro, like Amazon is like... <laughs> I, I walk down 8th Avenue here and I see the Google sign. I, and I tell my friend, I go, that's the, the, our kids are going to think that's the government. Right. That's the new White House. Yeah. Is that Google building. Yeah, that's becoming more powerful than... Uh, All these companies are going to be automated. And, and a lot of it is self-imposed. Look, look, what, look what organized labor did to, in Detroit. Right? It fucking tore it apart. It tore it apart. You can't... You can't have entrepreneurship and all these regulations at the same time because entrepreneurs are smarter than you. They're going to figure out a way around it. Yeah, they'll, they'll figure out the workaround every time. Remember five years ago yeah. when everybody was like, raise the minimum wage. We finally got it. But now... Ah, that old gag. I, I was the one yelling and screaming like, oh, great. You're going to get $15 an hour, $17 an hour. No one's going to hire you. They can't afford that. Right. They cannot afford to hire you. So they will figure out other ways and that's why all the kiosks are popping up every kiosk used to be a worker they they had no choice they had to look for an alternative because they can't afford that i like the kiosk i get my i love it too Uh, self-checkout kiosks i'm all about it and how about amazon they're testing uh the supermarket with no employees right i saw that it's where it started right and these are all the companies and these companies are getting good at it and once they get good at it yeah. Done deal. The, the stupid activists, though, yelling and screaming, we got to raise minimum wage. I, I just sit back and go, <laughs> more of you guys are going to be out of work. Yeah. You're not going to f- f- uh, force a McDonald's to, to hire a ton of employees no. at that rate. They, they'll go out of business. So then they go, they went to Japan and said, give me some kiosks. I mean, we're good now. We're going no, that I, route. Th- but the thing is, is if you follow, like I follow restaurant trends and stuff, I'm, they've been developing this for years. They were just waiting for the right social right. climate. Right. Oh, I see. That makes sense. All of a sudden, don't you think it's weird? Yeah. All of a sudden, kiosk. Yeah. They got a, they got the machine now that makes hamburgers and hot dogs perfect. I'm yeah. watching McDonald's make that. Yeah. The new uh, the new quarter pounder. I'm like. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the machine and there's someone closing the lid. That's yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, all they need to do is attach another machine to that and right. you're out. Yeah. I I started going to McDonald's again because uh, you know I got the young kids make fun, but I I I'm not a fast food guy in general. But I started going again because of my kids. I love McDonald's. And I go right up to the kiosk. It's fun. Yeah. You're with your kids and they're enjoying like, oh, I want this. And, and I order more. And you personalize everything you want on your burger. And do you want the fries or the apples or the yogurt or what kind of drink you want? You want the And they're punching away. And it's like, okay, put your credit card in. Boom. And all you have to deal with is number 14. And you don't, you. you don't have any attitude. They just hand you your food. That's, yeah, it. that's it. And then you go get your soda and then you're, you're out of there. So, you know. I'm a happy. I'm 100 happy with the new style. All right, here we go. Some more uh, robot headlines uh, from the last two weeks. Tech for uh, tech. Oh, sorry. Tech forums. Uh, wow, I can't even read my own writing. What an idiot. Uh, okay, tech tech firms. I guess I, I wrote vying to sell drones, robots, and other unmanned systems to the military. <laughs> of course. Where else is who else is gonna buy it? Uh, robots coming to hospitals near you. Of course. Robots thrive at jobs that humans find too boring. Wow. There it is. That's, right that's there. That's the key. There it is. That's the key. 
That used to be the illegal immigrants. Right. Right? And now they're being replaced by the robots right. doing all the jobs we don't want to do. Right. That's why illegal uh, immigration worked for all those years. Because in the end, it was all the jobs none of us wanted to do. Right. But now it's changing. And then you got the activists that have to be like, blah, 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 that, about that. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, I guess in their hearts they mean well, but they're just stupid people. They're just stupid. And then finally, the, this is the one that brings it all together, this news headline. Why won't we let robots into our homes and our hearts? It's a news article. What does it say again? Why won't we let robots into our homes and our hearts? <laughs> Unbelievable. Because the robot's going to come in and have sex with your wife and eat your children. You idiots. Unbelievable. But it's somebody out there that a do-gooder. Why won't we let the robots into our homes and our hearts? Because people are scared shitless of them. They should be. Right? They're built to fucking... They're better than us. Of course they're better than us. Unbelievable. Oh, really bringing me down with this robot. Why am I bringing you down, brother? These robots are scary. Um. Anyway, you've got a busy... Whoa, look at this. What are you looking at, monkeys? See, see Gorilla's hilarious attempts to avoid rain. <laughs> I saw it. It wasn't that funny. <laughs> I didn't think it was funny either. I don't know why it's on my thing. Uh, anyway, Carla, thanks for inviting me to your kitchen here at La Cabana. You promised me you would take me to hot, for hot dogs. Oh we're, oh, we're leaving here to go get hot dogs? Yeah, we can do that. Maybe we'll do a little podcast. No way. A little no, extra. It'll be nuts. Oh, no, it is nuts. But there's a there. sign for this place that says New York's best hot dog. Right. Can't let that happen. One of the best sites, by the way, is Digital Trends for all the technology and, and, and the robots that, that is uh, completely out of control. And just a quick search there. Bottle flipping <laughs> robots may be the most millennial thing we've ever seen. So you got robots that are doing bottle flipping. Autonomous package delivery robots are ready to steal your mailman's job. You, you saw those, right? They're little down to the ground, like little little square robots. That just march to your house and drop off your shit. It's happening, man. It's happening more in the um, the factories themselves. They're sorting, they're sorting stuff that stuff. way. Yeah, yeah. Welcome to the uncanny valley. This robot head shows lifelike expressions. More than fish now, huh? More than fish. <laughs> we put eyebrows on our robots. We're idiots because we're gonna start feeling sorry for them. No eyebrows. Experiments suggest that the best robot bosses can be jerks. <laughs> That's all you need to see there, right? Anyway, it goes on. This myth inspired, inspired karate chopping robot could save your life one day. How is it going to save your life? It's going to kill you before it saves your life. Strawberry picking robots could replace human workers in the field. It's just, it's all over the place. It's not good. Not good. All right. All righty. Your kitchen's getting more and more busy, so I think uh, I think that's our uh, cue to get the hell out of here and go get some hot dogs. Thank you, Carl. I'm very excited for you. Uh, and it's, And it was fun trying out this table because I think we could do some podcasts from here with the gang. Oh, you've been down in the restaurant, too? Yeah, but I could see the crew sitting here. Oh, they would love it. And just hanging out. Um, of course, they're going to demand that you give them food, but uh, okay. it'll be fun. Uh, all right. So, uh, live from Carl's Kitchen at La Cabana, and the restaurant's opening in like two weeks. I hope a lot of fans of the uh, the podcast come and check out your restaurant, man. I hope so, too. 
Uh, I, I want to end the podcast like in a very different way. What's that? Mike Sappho's dad died. So I want people to reach out to Mike Sappho online and uh, give your condolences. I'd appreciate it. Yeah. Sorry about that, Mikey. It was very, very unexpected. So that that life will kick you in the fucking teeth. It'll kick you in the fucking teeth. No one will be surprised when I die. I don't think it's unexpected, right? Well, how about you stop thinking about that? I don't. I don't. Everyone is just wishing me dead on social media. Well, well don't you want to? <laughs> don't you want a few? A few more? I think I'm good. You don't care either way? For real? I don't think so. Why? I had a good time. I had a good run. How about you continue just having a good time? I am. Oh, so you're like, do you got signs? What do you mean? I don't like, uh, your heart skips a beat every once in a while. Why are you talking like this? What do you mean skips a beat? You know, all of a sudden you're That's like. not normal? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're healthier. That's I the am weird part. healthy. Because we used to walk these streets and you'd be like, oh, slow down. I'm like, well, dude, I'm, the, 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 the lady in the wheelchair is beating us. I was, just looking, I was just looking out on the horizon the other day and I said, you know what? You're good. I'm good. It's not a bad place to be. I mean, if, if I live for another 50 years, which I'm not, you know what I mean? Or whatever. What, how, how, I'm 44, so what is that? I'm realistic. Huh? I probably got another 10 years before like the health. Do really Cubans go early? Cubans like me do. Really? You know a lot of Cubans you're like you that Everyone go early? My last name pretty much drops really quick. So really? My grandfather had the long gene, 101. You went 101. Drank every day, smoked cigars, cigarettes. Imagine if you're 101 still ruizing, what that would look like. Oh, my God. Oh my Giving God. STDs to everyone at the whole folks home. <laughs> I, I don't want to live that long because I don't have, I don't, I'm not going to have anyone to take care of me. You don't need anyone to take care of you. Being some government institution? Yeah, you just need like one of those uh, nurses to come by and check on you. Because I'm not getting married. They'll, you know, they'll give you a sponge bath. I don't have kids. Right. Which makes me unbelievable, da- unbelievably dateable right now at 44. I mean, I am at my peak. Right. Um, straight up apex fucking as good as it gets. That's that's uh, that's the big get out there f- for the ladies. Got a job in the city. Well, stop. How about you just uh, just continue on? Stop what? I don't like that. The rock and roll? <laughs> the rock and roll. I'm not stopping the rock and roll. All right. Don't stop the rock and roll. All right. We uh, we did it. But, uh, yeah, uh, reach out to Mike Sappho. Yeah, sorry about that, Mikey. That's that's uh, that's one of those... Uh, his old man a cop? I don't, I don't know much about his old man. He doesn't talk a lot. But it was unexpected. He was at Mike's wedding having a really good time. He, well, at least he got to... Told his wife the famous "I don't feel that well." I'm gonna lay down, and that was it, man. That was it, just like that. So, really, really sad news from uh, from Mike. Joey, wrap it up. You got it, Greg. My sincere condolences to Mike Sappho and his entire family. God bless you, brother. Prayers to you. I'm very sorry. We'll leave a link in the show notes to Mike Sappho's Twitter so that you guys can reach out as well. Joey Salvia for Opie Radio.